Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the box. Washington Capitals. You know, FP, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like the curse is back? Like, like fully all the way back? Like, all the good juju that we had here. Like, like this is, like, it's not that long ago. Like, COVID wasn't that long ago when all this stuff was happening. This all happened before COVID. We're, we're, we're literally back where we started, like, six years ago with the show. It depends on which team you're talking about because... I always talk about the football team first. That's my. They're, they're worse. I, they're worse than where we started six years ago. I, uh, I mean, Dan is not it, worse because we haven't moved forward. Is that what you're getting at? Yes, overall you're better because Dan is gone. But roster, you are worse. Product is worse. I mean, we we've stadium been, is older. We've been Fans doing this now for fifteen weeks or sixteen weeks in a row. Like, I. <laughs> I've run out of things to talk about with this team. And, you know, sure as shit, 15 minutes ago, Jacoby's now going to start. Like, I, I I, don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what we're doing here. This team, um, how much of the Jets game did you watch? It was a holiday. It was family time. Like, I, I'll be honest. I kind of pulled a Stevie. Like, I, I, start, I sat down to kind of start the game. And by the middle of the first quarter, I was like, you know what? I, I got my kids. I got Christmas. I got relatives here. Like, I, I'm, I don't I, I can't. I, can't I, right now. I felt bad because I was, I was with the family, but I didn't want to hog the, the big screen. It was such a <laughs> terrible game. They don't deserve so, it anyway. So I brought my MacBook to like watch <laughs> the game and it was just sitting on my lap. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> just, yeah, I mean it's uh, and everyone's like, "Are you gonna watch the game the whole time?" And I'm like, "No," but I I couldn't look away, yeah, because of how bad the game was going. I was in disbelief. I couldn't believe it. I I know we were making we were making light of it, right? It's the best. It's the worst offense versus the best defense, or worst defense versus the worst offense, whatever it was, right. I mean, the Jets looked. I mean, it looked. It looked like Aaron Rodgers out there. I mean, they it looks just, like contenders. They <laughs> just. I mean, it's. We talk about teams that are like a piece away. Like they are literally the definition of that. Like they. Yes. yes. With Aaron Rodgers, or literally with three more wins, they'd be in the in the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. And if, if Aaron was coming back, even with the craziness with the foot and all that other jazz, I wouldn't pick against them because that that defense is good. Like very that, good. That's a defense, right? Yes. And. To see them play inspired football this late in the season, what is that like? Team, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that's that exactly. Like? That was my big takeaway. I was like, these guys have like professional pride. It, it, this is not a dead man walking Ron situation. Like they're still playing for something. I mean, I, I couldn't. I mean, it, 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 it was across. It was across the NFL that way, where you have the Patriots who had a better draft pick than us stick it to the Broncos. They were playing for something. Pride okay. for yeah. Bill. For whatever, and and essentially, Bill's not a loser. Bill's not a yeah, loser. Yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, Antonio Pierce with the Raiders, and they just come out and they've been not a loser. They've been a completely different team under him, and they're playing hard, and the defense is fighting, and they're upsetting the Chiefs. It's just even even with your lame, both of those teams are quote unquote lame duck coaches, right? It's very possible your interim coach isn't coming back next season. It's very yeah. possible that Bill is gone. Yet those teams are performing, but with Ron. Nothing, absolute nothing. I think Antonio's got a shot at that head coach. He should have a, I think a shot. shot. And, I, and I, I actually think Bienemy might be on their short list of folks to interview for uh, for OC. I, I think his stock, hundred percent, Bienemy's going back to KC. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I know. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'm. I'm all in on it now. Like it. It makes yeah. perfect sense. We've seen. We've seen Belichick do it with his coaches over the years, right? These guys would go whether it was offense or defense. Charlie Weiss would go somewhere. He'd come back. Um, the donkey that went and ruined two franchises. I always forget his name. Uh, yeah. Like he went, yeah, yeah. He went and he came back. Like it's, it's, I think he'll find his way back there. They, they need a receiver. I mean, we can, the chiefs are not the chiefs of old, right? It's also really weird to see Mahomes like trying to be, uh, an alpha on the sideline. Like, I, I, I don't know. Mahomes, he, he needs to realize that he doesn't have Tyreek and that Kelsey is, is is old and and kind of on the the tail end of his career, and yeah. he needs to, he needs to turn into a 
he needs to turn into uh check down Charlie or whatever and just start going for the easy passes, start doing a, a late career Tom Brady move. And until the weapons come back in, until he gets that Randy Moss resurgence that Brady had, he he needs to just but they had an option. I mean, they had an option to go get uh Hopkins in the offseason, right? And they were like, yeah. we, don't, we don't want to do that, right? The Titans didn't pay that much. Uh, my buddy Chad was talking about that at length, right? He's like, like this guy was out there and they didn't, they didn't, you know, he's going to have a thousand yard season with nobody throwing him the ball. Yeah. It's you look at the chiefs as constructed right now. Like are, are, are they scaring anybody going? I mean, besides the, you know, the, uh, the kind of the allure and the reputation of years. No, gone by, like, are, they shouldn't be scaring anybody going in. Right. I'd be, I'd be much more afraid of a team like the Browns, which are they, I mean, they, the Browns look, the Browns look scary good. Jacko found the fountain of youth, apparently. Yeah, and and I, I really wanted to talk about this. Like last offseason, and I know Razzie's here. I want to get his thoughts on this too. Last offseason, the like Lamar Jackson was like openly negotiating and teams were coming out, going out of their way. Redskins included saying, oh, we don't want this guy. Like we're not interested, whatever. But their former quarterback, Flacco, it, he, I mean, how many, why are, why aren't more GMs being fired for for rolling out <laughs> trash at quarterback when this guy was available the whole time, and and like he took a sweetheart deal and he he's turned the Browns into he's turned Amari Cooper into Megatron. I mean it's it's nuts how good yeah. he's well, playing right now. Nobody no nobody was truly in the conversation for Lamar because everybody knew that the Ravens were going to match whatever happened. They just wanted another team to negotiate for them. So. To say that all those teams are out there, nobody wanted to talk to Lamar. Blah blah blah. I mean, that's the Commanders went out of their way to say we're not interested, right? And maybe that's yeah, well, they, they they had to, right? But I, I, all thirty-one teams are saying they they weren't gonna they weren't gonna pursue Lamar because they just knew the Ravens weren't gonna let him go, and they okay, so wanted he, the, the league I'll, to even, negotiate. Right, for I'll give you that one. Maybe maybe Lamar, and and it's fair also to say Lamar maybe didn't want to leave Baltimore as well. Right. He's got a good thing there. He's got a coach that he trusts. Like, okay, fine, I, I'll give you that one. Joe Flacco right now, like, and and you could say, well, he's older and he's only got a, you know, he's only played four or five games, whatever it is. He he legitimately is playing better than the vast majority of quarterbacks. I think you put him on pretty much any team, with the exception of maybe the Bills and the Cowboys and a couple others. That team is better with him there. Well, it's it's the recipe, right? You have an elite receiver. I'm, I'm say what you want to say about Amari. Talent-wise, maybe not numbers or career-wise, but talent-wise, he is an elite receiver. He has all the, the the qualities you look for in an elite receiver. And then you have a ground-a-pound run game with Ford and Hunt. And then you have just the Hunt's most... Like, I mean, Kareem is... Yeah, but I mean, he's he's your RB2, and he doesn't suck as much as other RB2s do. And then, yeah, he's serviceable, sure. Yeah. Serviceable. And then you just have the, 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 just the most ferocious defense out there. I mean, it's it's a recipe for success. That it is literally the blueprint of what Ron wanted to do <laughs> yeah. with this team. Yeah. Of we're gonna have Smash Mouth running football, and we're gonna have a great defense, and then we're just gonna get in a QB, and he's gonna be the guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it, it, the formula works. It was just poorly I, I mean, executed here. Just very plainly here, because our, our buddy Mini put a comment here on the screen uh, for those that are listening. Is they broke Sam Howell. Yeah, they all capital and broke all capital, right? They th this is um he went from promising young guy to Patrick Ramsey in this, literally in front of our eyes. I mean, yeah. the confidence is shot. And and honestly, they have to be really careful how they handle this because it could be a Jason Campbell situation where like there's like if you don't get this right, but who has to be careful? Everybody that has to be careful is gone in well, 3 weeks. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> I I mean, I just want to I want to close this thought out on Flacco and then I'll pivot back here to Sam. But knowing what you know now, is he not a starter for someone next season based on how he's playing right now? Is he not potentially the starter in Cleveland? And you try to trade Deshaun for whatever you can get? Yeah, I mean, it's if I'm cool. Cleveland, yeah, I, cool. I would I would try to find the, 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 the best way to financially recoup what we did with Watson. You pay and him half his money yeah. and you trade him, you trade him to the Titans, or you trade him, you trade him to you know the Steelers, you trade him somewhere where yeah. somebody needs a quarterback. Um, you know, but if he, you're any of the other teams, do you really want to take on Watson? I mean, he's coming at if he's coming at a 50% discount, yeah, yeah. 
You, I mean, I don't know how you go back to him when Flacco's playing the way he is. Right? There's a lot of QB changes before we even get into Sam. Uh, Sean Payton just said that he's benching Russ like an hour ago. For who? Who's the backup there? Uh, what's his face? Stedham. Uh, no, yeah. Stedham. Is it? Jarrett Stidham. Uh, for, I mean, that that's surprising. But that's two, that's two very expensive free agent wow. quarterbacks. Suddenly, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, as bad as the the commanders are right now, Russell being here would have made it so much worse. Yeah, and as far as go, as far and and I've said this a, a handful of times now. As far as quote unquote, they broke Sam Howell. Yes, we did, but in all due respect, he's a disposable quarterback. He was a fifth round pick. If well, you were ever going to break a quarterback, that's what makes this whole you break a fifth round pick. Quarterback. This, that's what makes this Ron thing so terrible now, right? Like he's going with Jacoby. Jacoby gives them a better. I mean, they they have They're no not, business I mean, beating the 49ers, right? Or they, the Cowboys, yeah. Or the Cowboys, right? Especially because right now it's it's looking like those games, those these last two games are going to be meaningful across the league, but really, really meaningful in the NFC as the you know the Eagles keep losing, the 49ers obviously you know that was. I still think the 49ers Ravens was very much a Super Bowl preview. Yes. Uh, I think I called that game, right? I think I had the Ravens in a, in a shootout. I mean, it didn't it didn't turn into that uh, ultimately from the 49ers side, but the, the the league is wide open, right? Like it wide open. That's why a team and I'll keep hitting the same drum, a team like the Rams in the NFC and a team like the Browns in the AFC, is it crazy to think that these teams can stay hot and just torch somebody, especially the Rams considering they would potentially be going to a dome in Atlanta, to a dome in Dallas, maybe uh, at home or in a dome or playing another dome game in 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 Detroit, they are they that nobody wants to see that team. And in the AFC, yeah. how do you stop Amari when he's catching everything? Every in, in the AFC, I think everybody is collectively wishing for the same thing, and it's that Joe Flacco goes back into MT Bank. But with the Browns, that'd be amazing, and upsets them. It would just be the most amazing yeah. story. The NFL scriptwriters, the, the yeah, somebody got it that right. one out of the park. Somebody got it right, you know. <laughs> you know, and and with how I I don't like the Jacoby playing games down the stretch because I'm I've come full circle on this FP. I'm on your, I'm firmly now on your side of this equation. You got to keep rolling out Sam, or maybe maybe it was it was LP's position. LP, I'm 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 the you want Jacoby because you want to evaluate the scheme and whatever. I, I think the scheme is busted. I I don't I I'll go back to what you said. I think all these guys are gone anyway. Um, I don't think enemy has a chance to coach anywhere next season outside of Kansas City. I think that's where he ends up. Um, you know, you you can point to some of the stuff he did early in the season, but for him to be going crazy on the sideline in that Jets game talking about the first 15 plays are scripted and like, why aren't yeah. you guys executing? Hey, 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 pal, maybe, maybe they're bad plays. Like maybe, maybe, maybe they're the attention. Well, yeah. And, 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 and you could see it very clearly against the Jets that immediately there is no reason for this offense with this O-line, especially we had like three guys out that Sunday to have, long developing wide receiver routes being called unreal you you're putting sam in a terrible position and then when when jacoby came in those weren't the plays being called they were they were much quicker plays well you know i felt like they they didn't throw the ball more i mean they ran the ball more with jacoby in they they ran did you find that odd see that's that's the Ah. thing that i want to see i the whole reason i don't want your sam I think Sam does need a reset. I think him sitting out might help him more than seeing himself struggle against the Cowboys and the Niners, just from a mental aspect. I don't think he is going to. I'm out on Sam. I think he's too short. I think his play is too erratic. It's just my, this is my opinion. And I'm going to put something out there. I'm looking at the Chargers, who are similarly in a messy situation can argue that they got better skill positions out you know all across the board I, I i would try to dangle this top five maybe top three pick and trade 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 sam and the pick for herbert that's what i would try they're, to do. they're not gonna let go of herbert what for you wouldn't do it for a top three pick and and uh sam Howell? of course you would i don't think so herbert 
Herbert is has proven enough that he can be in the upper echelon of quarterback play, but he's injury prone and bad system and bad coordinators and whatever. But he's proven he can do it. Why would you? And he's already gotten paid. He's already gotten. If it was offered, would you would you take it? No. Would you offer it on from the Redskins side? No, I, I think if I'm a new GM coming in, I want the pick. Remember, I want I want the pick. I want to put my stamp on things more. It wasn't that long ago when Ron took over here in in Commander Town, right? Where he went on this. Do you remember that summer tour, that first offseason, saying we called about every quarterback in the league. Yeah, yeah. We called about Patrick Mahomes, and everybody was like, ah, "That's stupid. Like, why would you do that? And why would you say it out loud?" Herbert might be gettable. He might be gettable. Maybe. I don't think he's gettable. I don't think the Chargers let him go. Okay, well, fr- frankly, Jacoby won't be back here. So playing Jacoby this... But is it terrible if you have Sam as your QB2? He's proven at least he's good no. enough to be a, a QB2, a yeah. Heineke level... He- well, he's Heineke plus. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's come on, he's... he's That's, is, that, is that terrible no, that your fifth-round draft pick had a shot to start, didn't no. do anything, no, and you're yeah, keeping spot, him on his rookie contract as a QB2? No, 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 spot starter in, in case of injury come yeah. in. No, I'm not opposed to that at all. I, I think, yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, Jacoby won't be back. I mean, I think Jacoby will get, um, he'll get money to be. You know, if he has a choice to make similar money on a team that's competitive, he's going to go there. I think if you're Cleveland, you try to ride Flacco and bring back Jacoby and and get rid of Watson. Sure, sure. that's a guy I don't want here in DC. Just no, God, no. I don't. No. I'd rather have no quarterback. Uh, yes. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd rather have Jahan play quarterback, right? Or or Tressway. Logan Thomas can go back. As and anyone can play quarterback. Like I, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to do that. Um, but it, it I, I don't know. I, I think the Chargers are going to be looking at, you know, again, like, what's to say that the guy that comes in there looks at Justin and says, you know, he's got, he doesn't have. I think he's on his last year of his rookie deal. I think, right? So he's he's got yeah. the money coming his way next offseason. Maybe they say, hey, we're, I don't know if I don't know if he's the guy. Are you not just a little bit intrigued, excited to see what the team looks like with Jacoby from start no, to finish? No, because Jacoby's not the long-term. If they come out and they score 40 points and beat the, the 49ers, I would attribute it more to the 49ers you know, taking a, a, a week off than Jacoby being amazing. I think you know what you get with Jacoby. I'm, and I'm not really interested in evaluating EB's scheme anymore because, frankly, I don't think it's very good. All right. As a fan, are you upset that the commander's let's say in theory come out and they beat the Cowboys and they ruin their playoff seating entirely. I would say, do you you sacrifice a couple draft spots to do that? Yes. Because (laughs) a division rival. Yes. I I would say yes. But um, yeah, if the Cowboys are playing for, for example, just I'm going to throw this for the one seed. If they're playing for the one seed, I would love to ruin that. Yes. Yes. If they're in and locked, depending on how the cards shake out this week and they're locked in, no, I don't want to win that game. If it's if it's right. a meaningless game, this is how I want to qualify it. If if the Cowboys game is a meaningless game, meaning neither team has any interest or any any um, there's no upside to winning or losing the game either way, right? There's none on the commander side. But if, right. if Dallas is locked into the, it would be either the three seed or the five seed or whatever it is, because mm-hmm. I think the Lions are going to lock up two with a win. If if they beat Dallas this week, then then it kind of sets up the NFC. It would be locked in. Then no, I don't want to win that game because it, it only hurts the commanders to win that right. game and potentially flip-flop you know, another spot. But there's a there's a scenario where Arizona wins one. Um, the Bears are the Bears look like a real team. Justin Fields is a really interesting situation there as well. They're gonna that team's gonna have that a Montez sweat turnaround for them. Looking good. Uh, I think the stat that you shared still holds true, right? He leads he's one player who leads two teams in in sacks. So I don't want to hear about Jonathan Allen. I don't want to hear about Deron Payne. I don't want to hear about whoever. Like, that's that's kind of pathetic. Well, that was another one. Is there? There was some. I forgot who said. Well, we it. knew Epi, but we knew we knew that Montez was the guy. There was another we NFL insider saying that you you probably see Jonathan Allen gone this offseason. Fine, I'm good with it too. He's a jag. I, Nobody. I enjoy, yeah, I'm having him here, but like, if you can get something for him, fine. Nobody on this team is they drafted a whole bunch of other guys from Alabama to play the same position, didn't they? Yeah. Did did your boy uh Fedarius did he see the feet? Has he seen the field? Maybe has Quan seen the field? What happened to Emmanuel Forbes? Where where are these guys? 
just mm-hmm. wasted picks, wasted picks, wasted picks. Like, like as much as I don't like Ron the coach, the GM work and the people management is way worse. Especially way worse. If you watched that Ravens game, Kyle Hamilton was a game changer. He was right there for us. We traded back. We took Jahan. Dude on the the the, the corner on the Seahawks is a, is a, is incredible too. I'm blanking on the name right now. We saw him earlier this season. Yeah. Like you can't draft guys in the top three rounds and have them be non-contributors. That's not how the NFL works anymore. You can't. The the all the conversations that we can have from Jacoby versus Howell, who should start, who should sit, to EB's scheme, to the roster, to get Justin Herbert, not get Justin Herbert. It all comes down to who gets who gets brought in as GM. And it's 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 so important this year more than ever before to get the absolute best GM. And and Absolutely. there's there's so many out there. Yeah. And and this is I mean, come on, this is the first time in 25 years, 28 years where they come in not under Dan. Right. And, and, and all, all the beauty of the NFL is open to us because we don't have to worry about somebody saying no, because it's Dan Snyder. How much do you think that was happening in the past? Like, do you think Ron is here? I think, I think Dan bought his way around that problem in the past, whether it was uh, for for coaching, coaching, maybe uh, for GM, I think. I, I think he paid Bruce an arm and a leg. He paid McLuhan. McLuhan. Nobody want Bruce. Bruce had ties, and 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 he came in because his, sure. of of his connections. Nobody, nobody, nobody else was gonna come in. I, I will tell you, I am. I am. And McLuhan was good, but he he was also seen. I mean, it's the same same thing he, we saw when he left here, right? He was seen as the like the NFL drunk exec. Like he he had he had skeletons in his closet. So that's why we could land him. But right now, without Snyder, you can land the best of the best. Everyone that all the other teams are vying for, we're we're right I there. Want, I want to believe that, but I don't. I, I still think there's it's a PTSD. It's the Snyder I, PTSD. There's also like you, you're you're also whoever you're hiring in is going to be here for. There, there's still a tumultuous season, so to speak, ahead of this team with regards to the stadium potentially moving back to DC. The fan base has eroded considerably. Like this is not potential name change, potential and uniform like, change. You're you're not just stepping in and focused on football here. Like all of the distractions and the stuff is still here. And on top of that now you've got an owner who's, you know, executing his process, right? Uh to raise ticket prices, which yeah. further, you know, ostracize a little bit I think the fan base. So I don't know if it's that sexy of a position, to be very honest. I think it it can be for somebody who's trying to make a name for themselves. And I think that's the way you're going to have to go. I don't think you're going to get an established known commodity in here without doing what he's had to, you know, historically the franchise has had to do, which is overpay tremendously to get someone in here. Right. The last thing you want is to end up like the Carolina Panthers, like le- legitimately. I will like, overpay if it comes from a team with good DNA. If it comes from a team with good DNA, if you're coming from a Ravens organization, or if you're coming from the Niners, or if you're coming from even the Steelers, whatever, the Eagles, I will pay. All, all for the big games exam. right now are Lions, are, are coming out of the Lions, are coming out of Green Bay, they're coming out of the Texans. Like, look at the teams with the hottest assistants right now. They're not traditional powerhouses, right? They're, they're not. And then your guy, Ben Johnson, right? You're all in on Ben. He wants $20 million a season to come coach. Like, Back and forth on Ben. Back and forth. I'm out. I'm out on Ben. I'm out on Ben. He's got a good thing going, and he's he's also got really good pieces there. I think people just don't pay attention, or they just write it off because it's Detroit. But Goff is not a throwaway quarterback. He's he's true. more than serviceable. Yeah. They they were good enough at running back to let a really talented running back in, in DeAndre Swift just leave. Yeah. That's how good they were and confident they were in their draft pick in, in, in Gibbs. No, um, St. Brown, yeah, Brown, like, he shouldn't be as good as he is, right? Like, Correct. It's like he and Terry should be comparable, but they're not, right? And it's because of the quarterback play. So, uh, I don't know. I don't but know. is it the quarterback player? Is it is it Ben, right? Because Goff, when he was under McVay... 
I think he was saw, good. I think we saw flashes of this with the Lions last season and the, uh, as well. I yeah, think Ben Ben was there last season. That's true. That's true. I mean, fine. I mean, so by that argument, you put a guy like Flacco behind that line, and it's you know what's he doing instead, right? I, I think Flacco. I, well, I, I mean, it, that's that's a great view because when you did have Goff under McVeigh, who you would ten out of ten people would say yes, I'll take McVeigh over Ben Johnson when it comes to play calling. Golf, I mean, you you got to the Super Bowl, but the, the caster on golf was way more a, ridiculous than this. Than honestly, cast. What, what a storyline that would be for the Rams and the and the Lions to meet, given that the quarterback swap places and both have now had success, right? I mean, yeah. Stafford obviously won the Super Bowl. Then he had an, a, you know, there was been a couple down seasons. <clears throat> L. A. Golf had one bad season with the Lions. They they trusted him. They doubled down. They added more talent. They drafted better. They tightened up the, the coaching ranks. What a matchup. Like, talk about storylines. Like, I would love to see that. But do, do you realize the, the insanity that, that you could have potentially? Stafford returned to Detroit. Yes. And then Flacco returned to Baltimore. It's 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 amazing. It's it's that's what I want to see, though. That's what that, I, I mean. It would be fantastic football. Yeah, I understand the 49ers. The 49ers, I, I, I believe, are even with the loss. I, I think in a rematch with the Ravens, I would still pick the 49ers. I, I just, I just do. I think they are still the number one team in my mind. They are just way too potent from an offense. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, 20, 20 probably hates me, but because I was, I was just frying Purdy the entire time. He's well, he's a system QB. And he had a bad game. You, you tell me if they couldn't if they couldn't trade for a Herbert or a Flacco or even a Watson, they wouldn't do it. That those I still, I still think Kyle kind of has his crush on Kirk, and, and I think that might still be a thing. Wouldn't that be something? Right, we, I mean, we've seen crazier things. Like Purdy Purdy went from MVP discussions to Jag really quick, like really yeah. really quick. And yeah. um, well, if you watch all his all of his MVP highlight discussions, they're all two to four yard passes to running backs or Debo coming out. Debo, out. And, Debo. and then and then the plays go for seventy yards. Like it's yeah. it's not really Purdy. I gotta say, I I love watching Debo play. Oh, he's phenomenal. He's, yeah, yeah. he's got a little drunk in the trunk too, which I I can uh, I I don't know. I just I, I just always notice it. Yeah, he's, he, like he's a big boy. He's a big boy, right? Yeah. He he rumbles and he he can do some stuff. Ayuk is uh, I think an underrated. The 49ers, like you remember Brendan Lloyd? Yeah, where he played like second fiddle to To I think for a couple mm-hmm. seasons, and then he was amazing. And then of course he ended up on the Commanders and caught I think six balls in two seasons. But they, they they're just. They're very complementary pieces there, and McCaffrey yeah. is, is obviously a stud, and that defense is sound. So, uh, you know, they had a they had a letdown with the Ravens game. I, I think the Ravens are a really really good team. I I would still pick the 49ers to beat them if there was an if they were playing again this week. I would if pick a, if a rematch happens, and that's and that's kind of what we were telling Tony right is good coaching. Kyle Shanahan is a good coach. They will take that loss. And then they will use the commanders as their get right game. They're going to come in very angry. Yes. And it's going to be a get right game. It's Chase's game back. They're pissed off. Okay. They're fighting for position. Do you, really care, do you really care about Chase? No, but I think I think when Chase has any fake form of motivation and he actually decides to play, which so he, he will. Okay. So he'll get up for this four. He will get up for this game. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and and that'll be their get right game, and then that'll be what catapults them deep into the playoffs, because Kyle is that type of coach that will will do that right. And it's just like yeah. we we're talking about on Hard Knocks with McDaniel's and, and the Dolphins. You take kind of accountability and and you you work through it, and and you see successful coaching right. And if McDaniel's learned it from someone. It's probably Kyle. You, you just take that that successful, right attitude to coaching, and you you launch yourself deep into the playoffs. Yeah, Ron I'm, I'm, would not do that. Don't forget about Ron. He's he, uh, Ron. Ron will not. I don't. I think he has too much pride to take a defensive consultant or defensive coordinator position. But frankly, he hasn't proven himself to be capable of doing it anymore. Anyway, Ron He's is trying to set the team back ten to fifteen years oh, by ruining our draft picks just to save face. And try to finish 500 for his career. Yes, he's done. I don't, I don't he doesn't care. 
He's not going to. There's no way he coaches again. No, no, I, I agree with you on that. I, I, and frankly, he did something very similar with the with the Panthers, right? I mean, look, the Panthers are in like the the seventh circle of hell with yeah. quarterback. Oh, and all started in the run. They're paying three head coaches at the same time. They have an, a crazy, like they're the new Redskins. I mean, yeah. they have a crazy owner. They have no stability in the organization. They they overpaid for a guy like Thielen, who's had mm-hmm. a fine season, right? But, uh, and DJ Shark, right? They just spent money trying to make kind of patch, you know, uh, Miles Sanders, like just spend money, try to get players in here. It didn't work. Uh, yeah. I mean, take it, take it from the commanders fans, you know, of old, like it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like, there's only so many teams that can legitimately rebuild on the fly, but you have to be stable at primarily a quarterback. Um, and the 49ers are, are are the exception to that, right? They are so talented that they're almost quarterback proof that a guy named Brock Purdy can just come in and run, you know, a, a vanilla offense, and it just kind of works. So, right. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. The NFL. I mean, the playoffs basically start this week because of all the the jockeying for position. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals close out the season. I don't know if you've been watching them. Jake Browning is an interesting quarterback, FP. Like four year starter. I think there's something to be said about that. He just looks he's, he looks he's, very poised. Yeah, he's he's serviceable. He's just being thrust into the starting position and then to also have all your wide receivers essentially in, at one time have some sort of ailment or injury to to not make them as yeah. elite as they should be. Yeah, but I mean that's that's a team for the majority of our lives was bottom feeders in the league. Yeah, I think the term is uh, the kids say poverty franchise. I poverty franchise, yeah. What's the Gen Z kids? Fire that into the sun. I don't like that. <laughs> I like bottom feeders better, but yeah, well, it's, it's it's more. Yeah, it's correct. Tennessee is is a weird franchise now. I think uh, we might we might see Derrick Henry, you know, switch teams here in, in this offseason. Retire if he doesn't get oh, the right team. Why? I could see him in Dallas. He looks like a Dallas guy, right? Ugh, I would hate that. I know, me too. But he could, right? I mean, he could. He, I mean, as long as he doesn't go to Philly, I don't know. Philly's got their guy. I think. I think Philly would be fine with DeAndre for a while. Yeah, like you that. always think they have their guy, and then they go out and they get an even better guy, and then th- throws the entire league in a frenzy. I, it, it, it makes no sense. I mean, FP, is there one team that you're looking at right now as we get ready for playoffs, and you're just like, I, I'm enamored with this team. Like they could. They could lose by 30 and be knocked out of the playoffs, or they could win by 30 and, yes. and have a deep run. Who's your team? Buffalo Bills. Really? Yeah. You're back in. It It is a team that no nobody knows which team is going to show up, right? You know that Dallas is going to crap out and, and have an early exit. You know that the Rams are going to probably be uh, a hard-to-beat team. Same with the Seahawks. But the Bills could truly lose – to uh, uh, the seventh seed or whatever, whatever matchup they have, or or they could wipe the floor with the one seed. It, it's just, it's an insane. Uh, it, you, I I can't even speak. I don't even. I'm I'm surprised you went Bills. I, I thought you were gonna go Dolphins, but no. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like the the Bills could still win the AFC East. That there's yeah, still a path to that. Like it's just that is a season where everybody. Started this year, right? Even when they played the commanders and they looked god like gods amongst men, everybody had huge expectations for the Bills start of the season. And then they yeah, had a terrible sure. season, sure. right? From 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 expectation standpoint. And they're still they're still hanging around and they're still a very talented offense, very talented weapons. And I think leaky, though defensively, kind of leaky. Kind of leaky, but they also have Leonard Fournette, and I think you saw a glimpse of it last week. But I think going deep into the playoffs, he's going to be featured. Run, run, run. Yeah, yeah. And Especially if they're and hosting and it's nasty and it's feet. Yeah, of you, you don't need you don't need five hundred. It's going to be a team that I think surprises a lot of people, and they're going to be the ones that bring out that that playoff game that everybody talks about—the high buzz playoff game—because it's going to be something so unexpected and wild. That's just what the Bills do right now. Razzy, I want to get you in on the same question. Is there one team that you're watching, you know, the last couple of hours, and I said it a, a couple minutes ago, right? Like the playoffs basically start now. Everyone's kind of jockeying for that position. I'm 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 high on the Rams. I'm enamored with the Browns. Is there one team that you're watching right now that like I said, they could they could win by 30, they could lose by 30, they could ha- they could go for a deep run and and surprise some people, beat anybody, or just flame out? Is there one team that you're just watching and you're like, hey, these guys are these guys are crazy good if if when the stars align? 
You know what? Both of you picked the right teams by in both conferences. Uh, you know, playoff Lenny, you you know, gave a shout out to Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny likes to come out. The Bills are are tracking right now to have a first round matchup in Arrowhead. Um, our wildcard weekend, and we saw those teams. They have, obviously they have a history. They played a big rivalry the last couple of years. We saw them a couple of weeks ago. The Bills um, were able to close them out. The Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs. I know you guys already talked about this. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties. Again, Mike's a little rusty here. Uh, it blow the cobwebs off, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams, I mean, nobody thought they'd be here, and they look like one of the most dangerous teams. I saw something earlier today um on twitter basically comparing the rams when they played the ravens versus the niners when they played the ravens and how close was the rams the rams took them to overtime very very true and it was that fluke it was that punt return you remember the uh the ravens took it uh in, down to uh scored in, in overtime and then the niners we saw what happened on monday night look i'm not going to take one game as you know and, and make a, a whole story out of it but what i would say is the rams rams are a dangerous team and right now they're lining up you know, the rivalry of Stafford is Stafford's going to go back to Detroit wild card weekend. That's the way things are lining up That's right now. He wants to see all the reunion games. He wants Stafford going back to uh, to Detroit. He wants Flacco going back Flacco's to Baltimore. Flacco's set up to be going go back to Baltimore, too. And that's going to be just a crazy game because I know you guys touched on this earlier, but Flacco, the resurgence of him being four years, you know, in the in, in the dumps, the Jets didn't call him this year when they needed a quarterback desperately. Um, and just, you know, yeah, but the Commanders didn't call him. the The Texans. No, but that's true. He was on the he was on the Jets last season. Mm-hmm. When Aaron goes down, yep. they, prefer, they, they prefer to roll. And honestly, I think that's why I think that's why Robert Sala probably deserves to lose his job this offseason. That team, that defense is good enough. And if you you could say with Flacco on that team, they're a ten win team with Flacco. But forget about Aaron Rodgers here for a second. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're probably built very similarly, similar similarly. To the Browns, I can't say that word. They are built, and and honestly, we don't know what happened behind the scenes with Flacco and them, and why you know he didn't come back there. But Sal, I mean, you brought it up. He deserves another shot. I mean, why? It, why? Why? A, that defense has been stout for the last three years. He's been defensive a defensive guy. He had an offensive guy come in. He had to change things up when Aaron. Uh, but to 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 do a reset. With Aaron coming back next year, this team is roster is built for Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he got hurt in the first you know few plays of the season. You have to run it back. You have to run it back. With he, you can't start fresh. How many Who are you going to bring in to be a better coach? Well, not, not Zach Wilson, and not the other guy. I'm blanking on his name. Right, like he had yeah. an opp- he had an opportunity to win games this season with a guy that theoretically knew his system. And you know, to FB's point, Flacco was just doing nothing, and he yeah. he's. He's doing it with Amari Cooper. He couldn't do the same with Garrett Wilson. He's no, doing he it. With, he's doing it with. with there had to be. There had to be more behind the team. Ford and he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do that with 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 Bryce Hall. Like you know what? Maybe Flacco didn't answer the call when they called. Yeah, that's maybe possible. that's yeah. Possible. very possible that Flacco was like, "No, I'm done with you." No, I'm Absolutely. good. Yeah, I didn't I want to be there filling in for Aaron Rodgers. The Browns called similar division foe. If you're, if you're Arizona, if you're Arizona this offseason, you're not going to throw a ton of money at, at Joe Flacco and say, "Hey, come hold down the fort for us for a couple seasons." Why they have Kyler's, Kyler's working. Ah, ah. They're, they're not getting rid of him. They have too much money dedicated to him. Listen, everybody, everybody's got a price. We, I think we've seen that. Deshaun Watson well, had had between the legal troubles and the contract, he still got it. He still found his way to Cleveland. In Cleveland, now they shouldn't pay him. Like the, the, they look better. With not, they have to. They, he got a fully guaranteed. Him and him and your boy Kirk are the only guys out there who got fully guaranteed yeah. contracts. He's not getting paid whether he plays or not. There's no incentive. You in go there. super, no- super superstar for superstar. You swap Russ and, and uh, Kyler, Arizona and Denver. I mean, I, I'm surprised that your boy Peyton is is benching Russ. Like, I mean, he he's terrible, but yeah. he's not terrible. Oh. And they're still, I, it's surprising. He's, they're, he's averaging like 200 yards a game passing. He, he stinks. You he's, know what it is? It's there's something in the contract. They're trying to rip his arms. They're trying to prevent him from getting hurt. They don't want to pay him uh, money that they, he's not going to be able to play with next year. So they're preventing they, him. From are they? Hurt. They're not. They're not eliminated, are they? They're no. not eliminated. They're still in it. Okay. The only team eliminated is Commanders. Like as far as I know, like everybody else is still alive. Except <laughs> and the Commander Panthers. Aren't the Bears still in the graphic too? Aren't the Bears? The Bears are still in the graphic, and they may win out. They're playing. I forgot who they're playing this week, but they have they have two winnable games coming up. Bears have the Falcons. The Falcons, yeah. 
I'm studying. I'm studying for, uh, Heineke, Heineke got it done. Heineke got it done. Heineke but made that Falcons offense look the best it's looked all season. Yeah, but Desmond Ritter is interesting. Like, I, I take a flyer on Desmond Ritter. No, no. Oh, these guys are crazy. No, you know Falcons watch, may be a surprise sleeper. Uh, Justin Fields team next season. Well, Justin Fields, that is that is a tough position for the Bears to be in, right? Because they they have a, a very high draft pick, and they, Two they very have to, high draft picks. Yeah, they have to commit one way or the other to to Fields. Like, what would you do? I, you have I, the first overall pick, and you have probably like nine or ten, whatever their own first round pick. I you would DJ Moore. You have. I all, would stick with what I got in Fields because I think he's shown me he's shown me can like the consistency hasn't been there. But he's he's way better than Trubisky, right? Who's the last guy that they ran out of town there? He has proven that he can win games both at home and on the road. And he's, I mean, you get him a receiver. He's got, I mean, he's got a good one. Maybe at a tight end, a running back. The defense is stout. Montez is you playing would, great. You would trade out of that first round pick. The first I think pick. I think Fields has shown enough to see that any issues that he had was probably more coach centric than player centric. Yeah, I think he's, from a from had, a talent perspective, yeah. he has it all. With, everything that you need, minus height. With Trubisky, like Trubisky, never looked like the guy. He never had those three hundred yard passing games. He never, never had that big arm. Fields, when he runs, especially, is he's effortlessly moving around the field. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I think that team, and and frankly, just look at the body of work this season. He, like the Commanders at the time, were playing better defense, right? But his connection with with someone like a DJ Moore, he he looks. You can win games with Fields. I think you you trade out of that pick. You get some additional. If you could swap, if I'm the Bears, I'm looking to swap my my high first round this year for someone's high first round next year, right? And basically buy like just punt for one season and say I'm going to give this Fields experiment one more season. I'm going to hedge and say I got that pick next year just in case. You're, you're not going to have an opportunity to get a Caleb Williams or Drake Bateman. I, 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 once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, well, you know, well, you know I, so, so Razzy, I'm I'm out on the once in a lifetime generational talent nonsense because the coaching in the like if this is the NBA, I'm with you. Go get Wemby, stink for a year, let him develop, and then take over the league. We saw it with LeBron. The the Cavs were were I mean he he had a more of a, a meaningful impact if you will, but the Cavs were whatever. And with year two, year three, he takes over. Right, coaching matters, especially in the NFL, and, and it just does. Right, you can have teams with poor coaching. Uh, a lot of talent and poor coaching go nowhere and teams with, you know, un, from a roster perspective, less talent, but extreme coach, uh, very good coaching schematics and they win games. So like Fields has shown me enough that he can, he can make, he can throw, he can clearly run that defense is stout, right? They're going to add in theory, they would likely be adding a free safety and maybe another linebacker, but that defense is good. Like they're sound, they're good. You don't need you don't need to be a top five defense. You need a top ten, top twelve defense. You need to be you need to be able to get a stop here and there, and you need a quarterback who doesn't make take make mistakes. And Fields doesn't make mistakes, right? He you can you can say he doesn't make the right read, but he, he's not reckless with the ball. Yeah, yeah. but you just I, and then you're, you're that coach a GM combination is just married to Fields, and they're going to ride or die with him. Yeah, and I, I could them, see, the one I could before see. it was married to Trubisky, and then they were all run out of time. If you if you stick with Fields and you give him the right weapons, you would essentially repeat what the Cardinals had with Kyler and Kyler Hopkins. Would you rather have Kyler, Kyler? No, Kyler, Kyler stinks. But remember, for for the two years ago, the Cardinals were the twelve win team, right? Yep. They, they were getting it done under Cliff Kingsbury, and yes. he was just a terrible coach. Right, and and then they had a meltdown, and, and everything fell apart, and the Kyler got hurt. They had, they had supreme talent on that team, but yes, yeah, that's correct. what I'm saying. If you correct. if you use these high draft picks and, and find else. a way to bring in that supreme talent, Fields can easily make the Bears a 12 win. Yeah, but we were talking, team. we were talking about Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry does, if he lands on the Chicago Bears, and right. you have Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, he's he's better. He he would be an upgrade at running back on more than half of the teams in the league right now. Not as like what he was, not every day. Doesn't have to be what he was. He just has to not fumble. No, I think I think he still has a lot. I think he just needs a change of scenery. If he ends up in Dallas, he makes Dallas better. If he ends up in Chicago, he makes Chicago better. If he ends up in 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 Minnesota, he makes Minnesota better, right? Like I think I think if if I'm Henry, I'm looking at a dome if I can or somewhere warm to to extend my career. I don't want to play in the cold. Right? So like I and you know, if he ends up in a even in a Tampa Bay, no. 
right? Like, like look at like Tampa Bay has their hands full with with uh, with Baker. Like, why why aren't they talking extension for Baker right now? They're trying to figure out how to see how the season ends. They're about to. They're about to pay Baker. He's, he's not earned a lot of money from. Has he? Yeah. Has he not? Like, it, it's. Well, a, it's I like think two more games. Sense. Look, I'm a Baker apologist. I'm a Baker fan. I think the Tampa Bay, you know, got a discount on what they got him for this. Past oh season. yeah, absolutely. But, Look at his play. He still has to finish. I mean, they haven't. The, the, the NFC South is still up for grabs. I think they're playing the Saints. I mean, just just, just, enough, just imagine just you're, to get a to get a, a two or three year extension right now. Just yeah, imagine if he takes them to the playoffs and, give, and they play Dallas in, in, in the wild card and give them a real like they beat them. They could yeah. potentially beat them. Yeah. If you were gonna say something, go ahead. I'll say just imagine if you're Cleveland fan base and you spent so much money on Deshaun Watson and you see Baker doing it and getting it done in Tampa, and you, you probably cut ties with him too soon, and then you also see Flacco come in and do exactly what Flacco's doing. I mean, if if that if that storyline happened with the Commanders, granted we would all be fine if we were a ten win team, but if we had all that money tied up in the wrong guy, I mean, it, it would be, be scary. It'd be scary going forward because the, 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 the DC media would be exploding with hot takes. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, Baker was a fit. Like the people, the fans love Baker. He was like that charismatic guy. He was that Absolutely. locker room guy. He was yeah, but he also had guy. a little bit of the 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 Kelsey brothers oversaturation issue. Yeah, the yeah, State yeah. Farm commercial. Absolutely. Yeah, guys got to get paid. He's got to, you know. No, but but it's funny what happens when you stop over commercializing your off season and just focus yeah. on football. He, I mean, Mike Mike. Mike Evans had a phenomenal season, right? I mean, that doesn't happen without Baker. There's no way. You want to hear a story I heard about Baker this offseason? The Bucs didn't go get Baker. Baker went to the Bucs like, hey, sign me. Let me play. Let me compete for the job. He sought them. And they took a shot at, you know, putting him on the roster and competing with, I forgot who their backup is. I think like Kyle Trask or something. Yeah. And he ended up winning the job, and obviously we see we where he play. is now. But he sought them this offseason with them having a whole like quarterback with Brady retiring. Yeah, I mean, he he still is making some bonehead plays from time to time, but overall, I'm just saying on the based on the body of work this season, he's deserved it. He, he's deserving of an extension. For sure. And and if you're the Bucks, you, you're not going out of your way to address quarterback right now. You you got to get right. your receiver. You got to find a running back. You got to find. Yeah, find a new coach. Potentially got to find a new coach, right? Like you got you got other stuff to figure out, um, you know. But it's uh, I I don't know. I, both, I'm, gotta, both have a little Rivera. In him. You don't know if he's alive on the sideline or not. <laughs> uh, Rivera. I mean, <laughs> the end of the season, man. I mean, Joe, do you have a, you have a you have a strong opinion one way or the other on Jacoby getting the start for the Commanders? It doesn't make any sense. But none of these, like you know, what you have in Howell, you know. The, you know, I, I listened to a bit on the junkies last week or so when they were talking about where do you think Howell is next year? And I think Howell's going to be back on our roster competing with a new coach, obviously a new system, but he's going to be back on the roster competing for a job. So what, what sense does Jacoby make? You're trying to get a couple more wins. You're, you're Rivera and you just want to get a couple more wins under your belt before you, you, you know, right off into you're the done, sunset. Yeah. But it, it it, it, it's, it's not a big deal because it doesn't matter either way. You know what you have in Sam Howell. Sam Howell, he shows what he is. He's a mediocre quarterback at best. And, and Jacoby's the same thing. So, I, you know, not a big should we be trying to win games right now? No. We should be trying to, you know, work on the dra our, our draft. I mean, I, I, I mean, when they came back against the Jets, I was, I was in disbelief. I'm like, what are we doing trying to win this game? Like, yeah, what's happening here? What's happening? We, we have two or three quarterbacks at the top of this draft class that we'll, we, you know, we'll talk about all offseason that, that that could be potential starters here in in, in DC. So you know, it's not I how they, I think they got to make that. I think they got to offer that trade and just see what happens. If you can get Herbert for that, no, third, nobody's putting Herbert no on the trading Herbert. No <laughs> okay, the only, Herbert, the only way Herbert's being traded is if he's going over going somewhere for like the first overall pick, and that, and the Chargers are able to start fresh with with Cam Williams and Drake May. You know, okay. I think Caleb will be there at three. Who's going to take him if the Bears pass? Who's the Bears gonna pass? Either the Bears will pick a quarterback or they'll trade out. No one's going to pick uh, offensive lineman or or Marvin Harrison Jr. at the first overall pick. That trade that 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 we saw what the the Panthers paid for last year. That 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 yeah yeah yeah. Pick Panthers are worth so much. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. 
Someone's going to trade for it. The Patriots will trade up two slots just to get the quarterback they want. Would you be in favor of uh, FP of Antonio Pierce interviewing for that coaching job here in DC? Sure. I mean, every I, I interview whoever you want to interview. It, it, it comes down to who the GM is that's doing the interview. You have to do that. You have, and I said this a number of times in our in our in our chat. Is you have to do the whole. You have to marry the GM and the head coach. Right. You have to make it a package deal. You have to bring them in together. They have to be a package deal. Sign them to a five-year, six-year deal. I always reference oh, San Francisco. God. No, I always well, reference well, the San Francisco model. Look what did San Francisco did. They had the a bigger. The bigger of- thing to look at is the debate on if you get. Me and LP have this conversation all the time. Of do you want an offensive-minded head coach or defensive-minded head coach? I want someone who's not sixty. So here's 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 the debate, right? Everyone's like, look at the NFL now, look at the NFL now. You want an offensive-minded head coach. But if you look at the playoff teams, there's, there's a couple defensive coaches in there, right? And they're and they're doing yeah, they're doing but well. Not, I mean, Dolphins are not a defensive-minded no. team. The the Rams are not a defensive-minded team. The Browns right now are not a defensive-minded team. They are like who who are you looking at and saying Harbaugh and Baltimore is one. Harbaugh, the, the 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 Seahawks, the Bills. Um, well, okay, okay. I, I I would say the Browns. I mean, even all the the in the hunt guys. Those are like the the Steelers. Who else do you have? There, there's, a, there's a lot. Of, uh, they do stink, but the point Tomlin is, Tomlin might be available. Tomlin's not. Tomlin. Not because, not because no, he's getting fired. He's not, I'm out. He's not going to get fired, but it may be time so, for him. No Belichick, no Tomlin. No, thank the, you. The no, rest of the conversation of why you would want an offensive-minded coach, the, the flip of that coin is if you have a defensive-minded coach and he brings in a really good coordinator and he does great, that coordinator is gone, and you're going to have different offensive systems coming in, coming in, coming in, and it's hard to keep consistency. But if you have like a Kyle Shanahan – and you keep offense. losing coordinators, it doesn't change the offense, and it's easier to, to keep a DC. But I, I I'm looking around the league, and it's easier to find a DC, right? The, like, easier to find one, yeah. yeah. It's easier to call defense than it is, to and they're less attractive, team. like good candidates. Like usually, everyone's going after the you know yeah. the, the offensive coordinator. Who's on which side of the argument, FP? Who who's pushing for the the offensive sided? Uh, who who's pushing that that? LP is pushing LP. offense. LP will always push offense. That's just LP. But it, you know, coming from the as a Commanders fan, also like it's been documented forever. We we've had so many offensive-minded folks from the coaching ranks in DC leave over the past. Jimmy, year. Jimmy Vern. Oh, you talking about the, the oh, oh, that's, oh, I'm not talking about the, the Shanahan the, tree. Oh, you're talking about the Shanahan the whole floor is the base. Yeah. Yeah, and add uh, add uh, what's his face O'Connell in uh, Minnesota. Ask McDaniel's. And uh, FBI, I keep forgetting the name of the guy, the, the Texans guy now. Slowick. Slowick. It's another guy, another guy from the commander's, uh, you know, once upon a time, the commander's locker room. So, like, you've, you've lost so many of them here. Slowick may be a potential. I, I've seen things about him being. Nobody like, nobody that was here is coming back here. That's. I think you could get, I think you could get McVay. No. You get McVay. They're about to go yeah, deep into the playoffs. Based they're going to get a playoff game and they're back into it. I want McVeigh and Herbert. Is that possible? That's my one-two you punch. Just move to LA. Sure. Go to LA if you want that. And buy season tickets for two franchises. Thank you. Yeah, you go every Sunday. You go every Sunday. You'll get one of them. Be me and the robots in the stands because there's no. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure tickets are, are are more than forty-five cents over there, but yeah. I, yeah. Listen, I I know I said at the jump. I I think I don't think the 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 DC GM position is as sexy as people make it out to be because there's so much off the field stuff here that still has to be handled stadium eroding fan base but that's that's also what so Harris much. Harris has to decide if he's going to go what what business model he's going to do is he going to have he's going to have president to of football operations and then a GM yes. or is he going to have a GM with a president under him and then all the other things I think right? he's going to need a he's going to need like a team CEO and then all the other things underneath it cuz this I was fascinated when I was reading about the Pontiac Silverdome. The Silverdome was the home of the Lions in Detroit for 24 years. That's it. FedEx has been up right now for 26 seasons. Or it's been it's been in existence for 26. It's been okay. in use for 24. It is legitimately at the end of I mean aside from the sludge and the 
poop falling on people and the rain and the obstructed seats. It's a dump. Nobody wants to go there, right? We right. just we literally just had the same conversation. Look at like DC. If you rewind, like let's put our our let's, let's rewind the curse here to the late 90s. You get FedEx Field and the my and the the MCI Center basically within two seasons or three seasons of each other. DC was the epicenter of the new venues, the shiny toy, whatever. There's been no infrastructure enhancements outside of those two. Metro still runs raggedy. Like there's there's like legitimate things that have to be fixed. And like, you know, and they all, I mean, this is where DC government comes in now and has to weigh in. DC potentially is now losing the 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 caps and the whiz. They have to pull out all the stops to get the Redskins back into the district. I don't, think not- I don't think they're gonna lose the capitals in the no, there's. I, I think the only thing change. I mean, Stevie was on here last week saying, as a, as a guy who's talked to. Oh like, yeah, the, the DC insider, right? He's yeah. always in your flex. Like I know these guys, and yeah, it's all about yeah, legacy. Yeah. He takes one picture with Tony Ontis. He thinks he knows yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, have you been watching Monumental Sports, Razzy? You've been watching the the Jordan Wizards games. They keep showing like the these Charlotte. It, it's crazy. Just t- turn it on when we're done. If you're midday's here in DC. Turn on Monumental Sports and watch watch Jordan, Popeye Jones, uh, the, the Tyrone Nesby, and a bunch of other people. I that can't you, watch those games. It, it's it's wild, man. It's wild to see what the league looked like. You had, you had two scores on each of those teams and a bunch of guys that played like legitimate defense, and now the league is it's the complete opposite. That's why people that are like, oh, the teams now would, would run circles around the Jordan Bulls. Yeah, they would because you can't – like Bill Wellington can't guard the three-point line. Like – for 40 possessions at it, you can't do it. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I could see FP's uh, his eyes are glazing over. You can't take over. from playoff football. And just, <laughs> oh, just like that. Boom. Over. Finished. All right. We'll get you out on this FP. Any final thoughts as we look forward here to the final couple seasons, a couple weeks of the NFL season? Uh, Ovi, Ovi's pace is way slowed down now. I don't, Way slowed down, but the team is overperforming. And and is he going to break the record? Better than expected. Uh yeah, he will. He's had slow starts before. Obviously, he was younger, but he'll get there. Okay, Razzy, welcome back to the show. Any final thoughts? Before we- uh, I was looking at the schedule coming up for this weekend. Football has been all over our schedule with the holidays and everything. The NFL is taking over. They want. I heard they want Christmas. Uh, the Monday night game was the most watched Monday night football game in 27 years, second to the. Chiefs Eagles uh, back in week 11. But the way they laid out the schedule is miserable for this week. We have one Thursday night game. We have a Saturday night game. And then we have 10 1 o'clock games yep. um, this Sunday. Um, and then a New Year's Eve game late at night, but it's Packers Vikings. Nobody really cares about that. It's not really- <laughs> I kind of love it. It, it. They're taking a page out of the, uh, the, foot, the soccer league's worldwide playbook where all the games happen at the same time. So all the seating, like, but on my multi, I mean, I'm gonna have to set up another TV to see. Oh, you got, you got TVs, you got iPads. You know, it, it it says something that the NBA let go of the stranglehold they had on Christmas. Well, I think that's also a factor of Christmas falling on a yeah. Sunday. Yeah, right that, that, that's the last couple of years the NFL has been able to do that. I heard next yeah. year, I think Christmas is on a Wednesday next yeah. year. And they're not going to try to compete with on like they're not going to put play games on Tuesday and Wednesday. You can't. I mean, you can't risk like, that product. You can't. It's too valuable. Like you, yeah. can't, you can't have a team playing on three days rest versus a team on yeah. eleven days. You can't do that. Yeah, so, yeah they're gonna they're gonna maybe try something funky with like bye weeks or something weird in at, at this late in the season. But um, the NFL did win the weekend for sure. All I know is as as crappy as the games have been for the majority of this year, on on any given day. Somehow, some way, the playoffs are going to turn into maybe some of the best playoffs we've seen. Playoffs start this week, baby. No, I'm saying it's going to turn into some of the best playoffs we've seen in a couple years. Well, listen, I'm I'm going to try to keep it in my pants here, but your boy's playing for a championship. Okay, (laughs) I'm cheering for you, Joe. Closest closest I've been in twenty. I've twenty seasons. Your first championship. Closest I've been. I've never won the championship. I got to make some big decisions. I spent all my waiver money this morning on LPs in the championship too. Actually, if you need me to drop anyone, I picked up. I I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my opponent and like beg cash cash considerations for him to bench players. I have. I'll I'll drop somebody from my crappy team at midnight. You can pick. I go go look at my roster. The collusion, baby. I I love the collusion. I have. I legitimately have six defenses right now on my team. 
one because I didn't want my opponent to pick up the Rams, but also because I have no idea. I have I have do I do I start the 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 Dolphins defense against the Ravens or the Ravens against the Dolphins? Do I start the Rams against the Giants? Do I start the Bears against the Falcons? Like nobody talk to me tomorrow. Like I'm just gonna be. I, 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 I I'm cheering for you, Joe. I got I'm it for you. This way, our league can retire. We can stop playing fantasy. Football. The second I win, it's over because I'll stop making everybody play. Like yeah. twenty seasons to get this to get this chip and be done. Yeah. I had FP reviewing my lineup uh, last Thursday. Like, we'll have uh, LP can give you the cheat sheet he uses for his lineups. It's okay. been it's been leading him well. Okay, I'll, I'll listen. I, I I'm not above or below anything. I gotta win. That that's the bottom line. I, if I'm if I'm here next week and I lost. Like I'm, I'm done. It's, it's the, it's the end of my, my NFL fandom. I, I can't, I can't, can't go 21 years doing something and never, never having one. But, it's called being a Redskins fan. Yeah. Yeah. The curse. There we go. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end the show. Thank you for hanging out with us. The show is DTC defeating the curse available anywhere. You get your podcasts and anywhere you interact on social media, just type in DTC. You will find us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Merry Christmas. Happy new year all around to everyone. We will see you again next week. Until then, we are out.